Hi everyone and welcome to The Wedding Wombat. Now before we start today's episode, I just want to talk briefly about the coronavirus and how it's affecting couples preparing for their big day. Firstly, the situation is changing each day and at the time of recording this, the rules are currently restricting weddings to less than 100, including staff and vendors inside or 500 outside. Now, there's two other issues. One is that Australia is not allowing anyone visiting from overseas. And secondly, if that even if you are compliant, that there is a risk in congregating together and to maintain the distance between people doesn't really give you the day as you had imagined it without dancing and cuddles. So what are your options? If you're having a smaller wedding with no overseas guests, then you can go ahead with a few precautions. If you're planning a larger wedding, you can lower your numbers or reschedule. If you have guests from overseas, modern technology can help with live streaming the event for friends and family or rescheduling may be a better option. I know it's a difficult time and I'm hoping most wedding suppliers will do everything they can to support you and look after you. For me, as a business owner with my celebrancy business, Metamorphosis Ceremonies, I'm a celebrant and an MC. And so creating a special wedding ceremony and reception, for me, it's about being in partnership with my couples to do everything I can to bring their vision to life. And so we may just have to adjust the date or the vision slightly due to coronavirus, but it is still possible to create a magical day. Of course, you have to make the call if you've got a lot of elderly people attending the wedding as to whether it's safe to do so. But as I said, it's still possible to create the magical day. We may just have to do it on a different date or alter how we do it slightly. And look, I'm sure I'm not alone. There are many amazing small wedding businesses out there that care about their couples. And that is who we like to meet and chat with here on The Wedding Wombat. Stop the press. A new ruling has come in today that affects all couples preparing for their wedding. Uh, the one less than 100 rule has now been extended to include that four square metres must be allocated for each person. So what that means is you'll need to contact your venue If you are intending on continuing with your wedding at this stage, you'll need to contact your wedding to find out how many square metres your inside space is. So I just checked and a basketball court, uh, so the size of a basketball court is 350 something square metres, which would mean that you could have 88 people. If you had a space that was 100 square metres, then you could have 25 people. And of course, that's including wait staff, wedding vendors, any suppliers. So it's something to keep in mind. You'll need to check with your venue as to the size of your indoor space. Uh, you might need to ch- change into a larger space. I know some places have, um, uh, if you're having it at a club, I have a wedding in June coming up that they are having it at a club and they have a space upstairs at the club, a really beautiful space looking out over water, gorgeous. Uh, however, there is a large space that may be larger, I'm not sure, but there is a, lo- a space that could be larger downstairs and it's things like that that you might have to consider uh, changing 
your space, talking to your venue and seeing if they can upgrade you to a larger space to uh, accommodate for your guests. So it's something to consider. Um, it's a little bit vague, I guess. I mean, it's definite numbers, but um, it puts the onus back on to, um, to us to contact venues. So um, get in touch with your venue, find out about the size of the space and what that's going to mean in terms of guest numbers. Okay, don't panic. It'll be fine. We'll work out a way. <laughs> the Wedding Wombat is an Australian-based wedding podcast to give you ideas, things to consider and interesting perspectives on all things weddings. My name is Margie McCumstie and as a civil celebrant and MC with Metamorphous Ceremonies, I love my job and am passionate about celebrating love in meaningful, memorable and magical ways. I acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and culture. I pay my respect to their elders past, present and emerging. Here on The Wedding Wombat, we will sniff out the wedding options, dig out the latest trends, claw out and question traditions to see if they're relevant and burrow down to discover amazing ideas to help you plan your wedding. It really can be fun, real and a true celebration of you and the love you share. So welcome to The Wedding Wombat. It's time for us to chat. Today's no different as we meet the wonderful Jodie from Divine Hair and Beauty in Redhead. Jodie and Madison are a mother-daughter team and in today's episode, we chat all things hair with Jodie. And in our next episode, it's all about makeup and beauty with Madison. Now, Jodie's been a trainer for hairdressers and has many years of experience on the tools. She's now created the most beautiful space for brides and their tribes to prepare with a relaxed sense of fun as they get divine hair done for their weddings. I started by asking Jodie to tell us a little about Divine Hair and Beauty. Divine Hair and Beauty, we're um, a salon at Redhead in Newcastle. Uh, we've been here for 20 years in our house. Uh, basically, we're a mobile hair and makeup glam team for all the brides in Newcastle, Port Stephens, Hunter Valley, Central Coast, and just out, you know, Lake Macquarie area. Glam team. Yes. I love it. Woohoo! It's so glamorous here. There's so many rooms. There's three rooms. We're sitting in her space right now and it's absolutely beautiful. There's Instagram walls. There's so much space to get ready. Um, it's really beautiful. So I hope you don't do everything mobile because uh, it's such a spectacular space for a bride and her tribe. We are really spoilt with our three rooms and we have got nooks and crannies of beautiful mirrors green walls, um, very, as I said, the pink uh, flower wall. Um, we find our brides love getting ready here. We can have a grazing table, champagne, um, every, you know, we can have a quite a large bridal tribe or, you know, a small one, but the photographer can work in this area too. Great, great photos. And uh, yeah, it's a really special spot. Yeah, it really is. It's a little sanctuary before the hubbub of the day, especially with larger 
bridal parties as well and uh, mothers and mother-in-laws and grandmothers. Oh, yeah, grandmas are fun. Yes. No. <laughs> what makes you love it? Um, well, we don't find it too stressful because we're always very organised. Like we always have a bridal trial, which we'll talk about later on. Um, so everything's kind of discussed and prepped before the day. Everyone knows what they've got to do. Um, so therefore we could have like four to like ten in the bridal party and it's just like we, we just come in to have, you know, everyone's there to relax and we're working and just working together for a really beautiful, fun, love day. So the organisation's the key to taking yeah, the stress the out of it. the prep work, yeah. yeah. So it's just really communication between the bride and, and their bridal party on what their theme and what they want to achieve for the day and their looks and we just deliver. So you're talking about trials. Yes. How important are they? I find them really important. I think it's a great way of breaking the ice and getting to know your bride and what her thoughts of her theme for a wedding, having a look at her hair, seeing if we, we even do colour and cuts and treatments and beauty too here. So we can help them, you know, kind of like manage their, you know, so their hair is in prime condition before the wedding day. Um, I think the more communication that we have, we're on Instagram so they can be always seeing even with their bridal tribe to follow us and then um, pick styles that they like. Um, we need to talk about they bring along their veil or maybe fresh flowers or their hairpiece. So there's lots of things that we can kind of um, discuss. So on the day, it just flows. So do you feel that the veil choice and placement has changed over the years? Yes, because there's so many different types of dresses now and it just complements or you might find they might wear a veil for the ceremony and some, some photos and then basically take it off and maybe put a hair um, accessory in so it gives them that little like, oh, you know, before they walk into reception. But they're often setting it back further on their head, aren't they? I, I mean, I guess the trend back in the 80s and 90s was mm. more to set it higher the, up yeah, the top. and to flip the, the veil over the bride's face uh, and then just to bring it back for the kiss. Now it's more like underneath the bun. Yeah, so it does depend. Everything pivots around the dress, I find, because mm. that is basically the, the strong point of the theme and then we follow that with hair, that follows with makeup. You know, so it kind of just all blends together. I saw that you had a lot of accessories here. Yes, I do like my bling. <laughs> Don't we all? Don't we all? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's and, and it can just, you know, even a couple little hairpins in a bun for the bridesmaids just kind of groups together like the whole look. And what about the guys? Do you look after them too or do they just sort themselves out on no, the no, day? No, no, They're normally in another area on the day but I talk to the brides um, beforehand and as I said, I've got a real – stipulation where I recommend that they have their haircuts one to two weeks before the wedding so it just doesn't look freshly cut and too um, just too fresh and it just looks better as taking photos that if they're two or three weeks in it just sits better using a little bit of product we can talk to the guys or I've have known that on the day we'll do father of the bride's hair just to kind of have so he looks really schmick and feels great yeah. for photos, so that's really good. Excellent. So talking about the hair then, what's the latest trends for couples in the wedding world? Well, I th as I said, I think it's all individual. I just think uh, that's what – no one's really carbon copy or basically it's what they really want. Um, it really is – the guys I find are even more – um, getting into coloured jackets and it's really fun. Like you can actually, you know, make it really quite unique, your wedding. 
Um, I'm finding, you know, around here in Newcastle, we're more of a coastal area. So it's a little bit more beachy when you go into the Hunter Valley. You've got your more classic brides. But, you know, there's barn areas where they can have a real, you know, country kind of look too. Deconstructed kind of hair. It's a lot more less structured but just very feminine, which I'm loving the fem- feminine look. So we're not talking super structured upstyles and tight French rolls and things like that these days? Depending, as I said, on the bride and what theme they have, you have got still the ones that might have that really good top knot that's quite a full bun and have that striking classic look too. But then you've got the beachy girls that just want the curl and the boho and it just looks very, very natural. I was going to ask you about boho. So the boho styles and rustic styles uh, that's been very popular these Mm, days, has that influenced hairstyles as well? Oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah, that's where a trial is really good too. I actually prefer sometimes when it's out, we can add like some hair extensions. We find that the hair extensions hold the curl better too. So it just stays in the wave. Um, So that's where you really need to kind of bounce ideas on what even for bridesmaids, if they're needing like a ponytail look, that's really quite big for bridesmaids. Um, Just some pure extensions to thicken up a ponytail, make it look like a real mane. So that's really good. So um, Is that something you do on the day or is it, I mean, I assume that takes time. It's nice to prep or some people haven't got the extension. So we offer a service that we can actually go through a company and colour match and buy and we can pop it in and then you can actually see, you know, it might just need one um, length of hair just to thicken it up and make it look a little bit longer for you. So, you know, sky's the limit on what you can actually do with hair extensions. But you wouldn't do those on the day or you sometimes do? Yeah, these are clip-in extensions. We tend to have the clip-in. Some girls have them like permanently in but these are just like fun Pop in, clip in, gives it a bit of length and, and volume. So does that add to the length of time? Yes, of we do. Ready? Yes, and that's why in a trial it's good to talk to a bride and if they have got extensions mm. in, we might have to give it 10 to 20 minutes extra to pop them in application and know what we're doing. So how much time should a tribe allow for getting their hair done or does it depend on the kind of styles they're doing? does depend on the styles but even like the most beautiful glamorous waves it's the hair prep it's putting the the products in the hair on very clean hair we even send our bride um, a, um, a, a hair prep text to send out to their bridesmaids so everyone has their hair washed and cleaned and even to the point of you know having the waxing done a week before you tan a couple of days before so everyone's just ready to roll on the day. Oh, perfect. That sounds great. So are there certain styles that are suited to certain kinds of dresses or certain styles? Yes, yes, for sure. Like as um, if you've got a quite high neck, you'd probably have your hair up. Um, again, that's when we actually talk to the bride, have a look at photos because it just complements each other. A lot of brides have tattoos these days and so do you have to be aware of how you do the hair uh, in order to show off the tattoos um, and to uh, to complement them? Yeah. Well, again, that's probably in the trial where someone might be wanting to hide it or show it off or they've got to maybe off to the side or hair up and, again, it will show, we'll actually discuss with the dress. Obviously, you know, if she wants to show it off, she might have just, you know, off the shoulder. So we work work with the bride beautiful well i want to know the secret now what is the way 
to have perfect hair for your entire wedding day because when you're doing the first dance, you want your hair to be perfect. Yes, yes. When you're walking down the aisle, you want it to be perfect. And at the end of the day, when you're throwing your bouquet or and having saying goodbye yeah. to family and friends, you still want your hair to be beautiful. So tell us, what's the secret? Am I right in guessing that it's a whole can of hairspray or a whole lot of pins? What's the go? It's just connecting with us even prior to the wedding, having your hair colour right, having great, having your hair in great condition and then on the day having it all prepped so it's nice and clean and we can actually add our products into it because we work with these products all the time and we know what's going to hold and what we need to do so we know what products to put in and then basically styling it the right way um, and then, you know, there will be no, no worries. So it's not necessarily a whole can of hairspray. <laughs> no, if anything, less is best with the hairspray. Really? It's more like the hair prep before. Wow, that's really interesting. Gosh. Mm. Okay, so that's really interesting. I think a lot of people would assume, as I have, that um, you'd need a lot of product to make sure that it was perfect. But what you're saying is it's more the cut and um, and the condition. The technique. The technique and how to... To actually prep the hair, so um, and too, as I said, if uh, people have got finer hair, we'll encourage uh, brides to put hair extensions in, and we find once you curl a hair extension, it just stays in, so that gives it longevity throughout the night. So, what do couples need to consider in terms of timing on the day for their tribe in preparing, getting ready on the day? Um, is it just in having a conversation at the trial to make sure that everything runs to plan? Yeah, it's talking on the trial, and um, you know, we might even they might even have all their bridesmaids with them on the trial for inspiration and advice, so we can see then what type of hair they've got. We usually, rule of thumb is we like to give um, makeup like 45 minutes to 50 minutes um, and then basically work from there. And again, it depends on the styles, what we're having done and whether we're applying hair extensions. But it's usually, you know, 45 to 60 minutes per person and then we've got plenty of time. We don't rush. So you want to have a relaxed vibe, a happy vibe when you're in the salon or in people's homes getting ready. And you want it very polished at the end. You don't want them running out. And we want to be on time with uh, our photographers because it's so important for us to get great photos so we don't run late for the other vendor people. And, um, you know, photographers need us to be ready and the bride doesn't need to be stressed and running late. So we do everything so everything's a lot smoother on the day. Yeah, I know. As a celebrant, I don't want to be standing up there for an extra 45 minutes with a nervous groom because a bride's still getting her or her tribe are still getting their hair and yes. makeup done. And that's why we have the trial. So we have an idea. So everything's like we just come in as the glam team and glam them up. So how much comes down to experience and um, for couples to understand that you have the experience and the knowledge with regards to uh, what's going to suit their face, their hair, hair type, type, basically uh, hair their complexion, type. those sort of things. Because I imagine that uh, brides probably come to you with photos of what they'd like to achieve for their day, 
but you know you're going to really know uh, what's going to suit them uh, or if particular styles are going to work for their hair type and uh, their their face shape um, their complexion so how much of it comes down to trusting you and knowing um, that with your experience that you can guide them the best way yeah well we we consider education is so important like we will do a lots of education right throughout the year to keep current we have model days where we can take um, you know at least a half a day every two or three weeks just to practice because practice makes perfect practice makes you more fluid on timing um, so we don't take extra time on the day and it's literally working together with their hair so if they have got fine hair we help with the hair extension if they've got curly hair they might even have um, like a, a keratin treatment to relax their hair so that's why a couple of meetings before the wedding just you know, it just creates a beautiful day that we're not jumping around and it's a bit manic. Okay, Jodie, as you know, we end each episode with our top five and today we're doing the top five favourite bridal styles. So these are, I, I'm guessing you're going to tell us about emerging styles or the current ones that are your favourites to do and are favourites of the brides that you're working with. Is that right? Yes, yes, it is. Uh, for 2020. Number one, I'd have to go because we're at Redhead and Newcastle, fairly coastal, very like boho brides, which are perfect for a beach wedding. They're just soft waves of either sea, um, like a fishtail or a braid teased out for softness. That way they can actually even put a flower crown in um, and basically just, you know, style it to a unique look for that, which is Beautiful. really pretty. And then probably mermaid, mermaid hair don't care. Yeah, mermaid hair. <laughs> Perfect. Beautiful. <yeah. laughs> All right, um, number two. Number two would be like a low textured bun. Uh, that's very romantic. Some of it can be quite um, smooth depending on the dress. Um, but I find too a lot of the unstructured look is coming in. Uh, perfect that you can pop some fresh flowers in. You can even have some hair embellishments and like hair pieces um, just to bring some bling in. Um, and also you can attach a veil to that too. Gorgeous. All right, number three. Number three would be my glam waves. That's very sophisticated, again, depending on your wedding dress and what kind of suits the vibe and the, the theme. Um, that's really showcasing beautiful, thick, um, conditioned hair, which we can all also cheat and pop some um, hair extensions in. Um, and then, again, you can either have a side hair comb um, a veil attached also um, yeah it kind of leaves your length out but it looks very um, glamorous mm, I love the glam it's really really Sounds pretty great yeah yes. all right number four number four would be the bridal I call it like Rapunzel plait so basically two that can kind of go into the um, like the vintage look to even like your mermaid look uh, that's basically different braids that can be actually pulled out and textured, studded with fresh flowers or, as I said, a beautiful flower crown. Therefore, then you can even have your bridesmaids very similar. Um, and then that's basically you can even embellish them with like even bows and different ribbons. I'm actually working with a lot of braids with incorporating lace through them. So basically that's going to be on my Instagram soon. So we're actually doing a lot of really boho, Grace Loves Lace design dresses too. So that's really pretty. Oh, that sounds so romantic. 
Yes. What a very gorgeous romantic. option. All right, yes. number five. Uh, number five is your classic up style. That's really good that we can also use hair extensions even if you haven't got longer hair to pop it up into a bun. We can kind of cheat. Um, it's a lot more smoother. Again, it depends on the bride if they've got more of a, a classic look. Um, you can also have like just the trendles just around the face with soft curls. And basically that's when you can kind of even add a beautiful bling crown or a tiara. Oh, sounds so elegant. Mm, yeah, that's, that's really, gorgeous. really pretty. And what's really hot now too is the embellished headbands. So basically, um, again, they're going to be on our Instagram very soon. They're like just a little bit bigger headbands with lots of um, even like silk with pearls and um, a lot of bling too. So that can be very classic and modern. So I'll um, I'll pop all the details into the show notes, but what's your uh, your Instagram so we can find you and have a look at all Instagram these beautiful hairstyles? Instagram is at Divine Hair Beauty. So D-I-V-I-N-E Beauty, Divine Hair Beauty. Yeah, Divine Hair Beauty. Sorry, I've just clacked that again. Yes, at <laughs> Divine Hair Beauty. Perfect. That sounds great. Excellent. Well, I look forward to seeing them. I'm sure that a lot of our brides will be checking them out. And uh, yeah, fantastic. Thanks, Jodie. Beautiful. Thank you. Next episode, we'll find out that the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree as we chat with the ultra glamorous Madison from Divine Hair and Beauty. Photos are forever and choosing a talented makeup artist is essential to have you looking your best. The Wedding Wombat comes out on the 10th, 20th and 30th of each month and you're invited to listen in and share it with your friends. Did you know that a group of wombats is called a wisdom? Subscribe to The Wedding Wombat, leave us a review or contact me directly with your questions or answers to margie at metamorphous.com.au or message me through Facebook on my page, Metamorphous Ceremonies. My contact details are in the show notes. Today's Wedding Wombat Wisdom comes from the glamorous Sophia Loren when she said, nothing makes a woman more beautiful than the belief that she is beautiful. Stay healthy, stay safe and stay sane as we battle through this coronavirus together. We'll make it out the other side. Bye for now, friends, and I'll chat to you next time on The Wedding Wombat.